Welcome to Real Talk, the mental side of life, with me, your host, Jay Jones. We'll be sitting down with people just like myself that navigate the world of mental health. From the beginning, the current journeys, to where they are today, and to where they want to go. Conversations can and will probably be deep and personal. So as always, listener discretion is advised. And with that, let's get into some real talk. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk, The Middle Side of Life. I'm your host, Jay Jones, and it's good to be back. I mean, we've had a lot of different things going on over the last few months or so, which is why we haven't had a podcast uh, episode, but we're working on getting back into it. We have a few guests on the way, and on top of that, what we're doing is actually doing video for the first time. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, Google Podcasts, soon to be Apple Podcasts, You'll be able to look at this as well on YouTube as well. Um, link will be in the description if you're on whatever platform you're listening to on your podcast networks. And for me, it's good to be back in the podcast seat just because it's just been a while. Today, I have plenty of topics I can think about and we'll get to at certain points, especially with solo episodes. But today, I want to focus on one that has been very near and dear to me since I was probably age of 14 and that's the subject of therapy and we talk about therapy in a I'm trying to think about the light that we talk about therapy I think it's much better now especially with different services that are out there um, I think one that comes to mind that a lot of youtubers actually reference is better help and I know I looked into that at one point but we will we'll get back to that a little bit later on but I want to talk about therapy in terms of my experiences with therapy uh, from the beginning, um, kind of what it used to be looked upon at some point, but then also now how I'm able to use kind of this platform and also just encourage people to get the help that they may may need. So for me, starting out with my own history, history of therapy kind of goes back to when I was in high school and I think about my time at... Uh, in DC for 13 14 years old I was a kid that went to a uh, all all boys high school so very different from my elementary school and I knew at least that at that point I was dealing with a lot of different things when I was growing up and I think about um, the pressures of myself that I put on me when it comes to my academics I also think about um, me trying to become an athlete um, things at home in terms of shifting home dynamics because I think maybe a couple years beforehand I was excuse me I was in a house that was full of siblings to almost like overnight being basically in the house by myself so I had to figure out how to work with shifting dynamics and it was different I didn't know how to kind of process that I didn't know how to feel about it and at least within that time frame, it was kind of hard to talk about. And so, yeah, I, I, and this is, I've had to say this in many different venues before, and I will make sure I say it again because it's important for me to, uh, to put it out there. Home dynamic was one of the best I ever grew up with. That is for sure one of the best things I wanted to make sure I put out there. Um, my parents did an amazing job raising me. They made sure everything I was provided with, everything that I needed to be successful. 
um, made sure I had clothes, food, um, supported me in all of my extracurricular activities. They did a, they did a phenomenal job. I just want to make that very clear up in front. But even with that, there was still like a time where I knew that I was still by myself outside of those extracurricular activities. And I had to try to fill that void. A lot of times for me, that was obviously in my room playing video games and whatnot. But I just I felt like I didn't have many people to talk to um, outside of like school purposes and things like that. And so what I've mentioned back in 2020 during one of my charity streams was that I actually spent a lot of time talking to one of our counselors that we had set up for our class. Um, because I think each class at our high school had a dedicated counselor um, that could help uh, help you navigate different things, whether it was personal things that were going on. Um, I think we had we had college counselors at one point, um, but they but these counselors were here to basically help guide us with anything that we had going on in our in our lives, and so I actually saw saw her quite often, and I think I probably saw her for all four years that I was there in high school. Um, I had different things that were going on, different pressures that I put upon myself and the outside pressures as well. And I felt that it, I don't know how I recognized that in myself at such a young age in order to go talk to someone, but I really thought that being able to have a unbiased opinion from an outside source that they know me, but they don't know kind of like, they don't have like the day in and day out um, experiences with me and they can see it from a okay, this is what he's telling me, this is how I can help you navigate type of perspective that was like, oh, okay, we get that. And here's how we can help you navigate it. And so that was kind of my first experience with therapy, just kind of talking it out and feeling better about just getting things out in the open. Because during that time frame, we didn't necessarily talk about mental health in the way that we do right now. I knew for me, it was hard. Um, I didn't feel I didn't necessarily feel comfortable talking about some of these things that were going on, and I I mean don't get me wrong I had the support system in order for me to do so, but it didn't fit I the dynamic just didn't feel that way I can just be as open as I wanted to be, um, and it it just happens to be that way it's like I said it's no fault of anyone's own, um, I navigated the situation as best as I possibly could, and I'm glad that I did it the way that I did. So I fast forward uh, from that experience with therapy, then going into college, where I'm obviously out here in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, went to Xavier University, as probably many of you know. And one of the things that they offered to us as students um, was health services. I mean, and it just didn't involve, oh, you're gonna go see a doctor if you got some like sickness or whatever. It also they also involved uh, counseling as well. And during my time in college, I know I had different things that went on in my life. I mean. You had relationship stuff. You had personal situations with people on campus that you wanted to navigate. Um, I had some things going on in myself that I knew that I needed to get some, at least some help with. And so what I decided to do, again, which was, I don't know how at that point in my life that I had the wherewithal to think about this, but I decided that I would go see counseling once a week again. Um... And yeah, it was some of the stuff is just you had to get off your chest. I mean, I, the one thing I had to think about was the fact that I'm at that point, compared to being at home in the DC area, I am a 18, almost 19 year old kid at that point. 
I'm trying to basically figure things out on my own. I'm out in a new state, new environment, basically on my own. I mean, yeah, I had some I had some people from my high school that came along with me and knew some people out here too. So that helped. But I'm still navigating a lot of different things on my own in, in a sense. And so I'm trying to just grow up and learn these things on the fly. And I think that some of the ways that I, now that I know some more things about myself, I'm glad I did go see counseling because I don't know if I would handle those things as well as I would have had I not gone to counseling. I think it would have been a downward spiral. I think I would have probably, I know I joked about this when I was like in college, but I probably, if I didn't do the things that I did in terms of going to see somebody and talking to somebody about this, I probably would have ended up back home, um, going to school back home. And just kind of going into a comfort zone versus me trying to figure things out and actually talking to someone and navigating the process. Um, and it's just very, it's therapy. Obviously, it's it's therapy is therapeutic. Yes, I it make it, obviously it's the same word makes it's, it's it makes the same sense. But even during like the time where I'm still figuring out how to be an adult, figuring out how to do college, figuring out how to do different things here it's just like i understood maybe subconsciously that it's it's the right time to learn more about myself and to really talk things out with someone um because your friends they definitely will be there for you they support you and sometimes they even like talking to them is is a is a source of therapy but um, being able to have someone that's been trained in this, they are licensed in it, they understand the mechanisms of the human mind and how to be able to work through different situations that a person is going through, it makes a lot of sense and it helps so much. And I honestly think that had I not done that, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm literally talking to you all today talking about therapy, if I'm being completely honest. And so I thought about everything that I had gone through and I was just like, okay, I found, I found the thing that works for me. Talking to someone works for me in this situation. And I also learned about what helps me get through life. Um, now, granted that some point in time, and this is not a knock against anyone that does this for themselves, especially if they're working with a, uh, licensed, trained uh, medical help, uh, mental health professional, um, because there are this. This has worked for people. Um, I know at one point when I was in college, I think specifically my senior year of college. Um, not a lot of people know this, but I think I I actually was on um, medication for a bit of time. I mean, I I get to this. I get to what I've learned about myself um, a little bit later on, but I. I needed to be on medication at that time, and I'm kind of, I'm glad I was, because um, some of the things that I would re- the way I would react would be so off, and going to see a therapist about that and kind of getting the suggestions kind of helped me understand a little bit more about myself, and being able to just kind of use different methods and techniques in order for me to navigate what I was going through helped, so. To anyone that is on medication based upon a mental health professional's opinion and guidance, 
I am all for that. I am not here to knock it. It's a very understandable thing. And I will commend you if you are doing it. If you're not doing it and you use different techniques like I am now at this point in my life, more power to you as well. Um, I don't think anyone should be knocked for having um, a different way of handling their mental health. Um, like I said, I always am. A, I am an advocate of therapy at any point in my at any point in your life, and being able to talk to someone who is ref, definitely trained and can help you get through different things in in your life. So for me, in high, in college, that was like a thing too. And then obviously, I talked about the fact that in at like post undergrad, I went to obviously I went through a my first job. Um, retail didn't work out got to a point where I knew I just didn't feel great I didn't feel great at all um, and again <laughs> maybe I'm I'm a, I'm a lucky individual when I can say this because I've said, I've said this on multiple occasions I don't know how subconsciously I was able to understand that I needed to go see someone but in that situation I knew I needed to go see someone because God forbid something were to happen and we're not having this conversation at all. Um, you and I, you person that's watching this, you that's listening to this, we're not having this conversation at all. And so I did go seek some help. Did go seek another therapist. I've probably seen it. This is probably my third or fourth therapist at that point. Just trying to th- just think about the amount of people I've seen. And this was a more of an emergency visit therapy session, but definitely one that was needed. Um, I know. I think post undergrad, I got enough uh, medication, but post uh, not post medical. I would say pr- before I left uh, Xavier, I was kind of on medication, kind of not. But then once I had that emergency situation, um, ended up being back on medication for a short period of time, uh, just to get myself back in order. And so I helped, and also some things changed in my personal life that. Um, my situation changed, and it definitely helped that in order for me to kind of get off of medication, which it's a very hard thing to do if you're if you're being completely transparent about it, uh, because once you start medication, you have to do a lot of different things to wean yourself on and then wean yourself off of it. And some people can do this where they can cut it cold turkey. Um, I can I was not one of those people. I needed to wean myself off of those. So. Um, that's another subject for another day. We can talk about that, um, at another time, but we're just keeping it to the therapy situation here and kind of my experiences with that. And then for a time, I just didn't, you, like, I didn't, I hadn't gone to therapy in a while. Um, I think life at that point was manageable. Um, I had found different techniques in terms of mindfulness, um, being able to assess situations a little bit better. Actually, and if I'm backing up for a quick second, what I learned from that emergency situation was that through therapy and through seeing that person um, that actually was able to fully actually diagnose me finally, I was able to learn. I mean, depression was a thing. I knew that. Um, I kind of knew that, but it was good to get that get get that um, that diagnosis. Anxiety, good to get that diagnosis as well. And something else I didn't even know at the time was a thing. But it turned out to be something that made so much more sense as I started to go through the process. And it was a disorder, a mental health disorder called adjustment disorder. And the way I've understood it and the way I've looked it up many times is you basically, your body, uh, I don't necessarily react well when situations are changing. Um, 
and usually those are more of the what I would deem as I wouldn't say bad, but more of like difficult situations. And I tend to shut down. I tend to not. I tend to be a recluse. But I learned that, and I was like, okay. How do I work on not necessarily moving past it, but working with it and trying to like basically adjust for my adjustment disorder? And it was interesting because I. I had still had to think about some of the conversations I had with people in my own life and then flip it to a point where it works out for me in terms of being able to react better, even though I'm still working on that, and also just being being more present. And so learning a lot of different things like that, and then on top, and couple that with me changing some things in my own life, whether it was... Um, Changing a different job environment, which was very good for me. Um, doing different things such as um, actively putting more emphasis on my fitness, which was a way of relieving a lot of stress in my body because I had never done much of anything like that. I mean, I was active, but I wasn't like super active, especially post-undergrad. post, post undergrad. And so doing different things in terms of supplementing my therapy, at least at that time, helped me out tremendously. And so I think I stopped going to therapy at one point, I think after that emergency situation. And for a time, I was just basically um, using fitness and being able to talk to people that are around me that I trust on a regular basis, and it helped out quite a bit. And so fast forward now to the year 2020, obviously we are all in a situation where we're all cooped outside the house and basically in isolation and this is where mental health kind of like kicked in from kicked in for a lot of different people um i i know i should have did this a lot sooner but i did it last year into this year um and looking at options for therapy myself again um different situations this time i mean we're talking about humans being naturally isolated which is not a thing that we all are like we're all doing like we are naturally social creatures. We just want to be around other people. Um, we want to be able to talk to other people, interact, and basically grow grow together. And for a time, for a big part of time, actually, we weren't able to do that. Um, and I knew for me, too, like I was lucky enough that there were different outlets that I had in order for me to do that. But I I knew kind of what some of the plans that I had in my own personal life and some of the ways that I just had to figure out things things for myself, I knew that therapy was going to have to be an option for me again. And this time, it wasn't like a, wasn't an emergency situation. It wasn't anything that was, like, too, too overwhelming. I mean, we still talk about jobs during this whole time frame that we're in, and we're still trying to figure out what in the heck is going on. I knew for me that it was time for me to go see someone again, and... If you had this at your company, if you're working in a corporate setting or things like that, if you're looking into an employee assistance plan or EAP, look at what they have in terms of um, being able to use um, services. I knew for me I had five five free uh, uh, sessions, and I, needed to, I was able to utilize that. I looked at it the year prior, and I didn't do too much into it just because things were a little bit hectic. But I finally said, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to actually do this. I'm not going to continue to talk about going to therapy and not actually do it. 
I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And so I actually sat down finally with someone um, to talk about what was going on. Uh, whether it was job related, personal related. Um, and then on top of that, being able to get tips, like more informative tips on how I can actually navigate my own space. And I will tell you that it was probably one of the best things I've done, especially now in recent times. Um, I still have a lot of those different tips that I, I try to implement on a regular basis. And from time to, and from time, to time, I will actually go to reference those. And so it's very interesting that I don't like bef- before this past these past two years, I had the subconscious thought in order for me to go to therapy. Whereas now I have the conscious thought to go to therapy. And I think that's a great shift for, for me to see at this point. And why I say all of that to say we live in a society now in comparison to, let's say, 5, 10, 15 years ago that when we talked about mental health back then, it was like people use certain terms and things like that in order to basically discount people and what their experiences were. Whereas now, when we talk about the mental health space and we talk about people going to therapy, we go we talk about people dealing with certain issues, it's not, as, it's not taboo anymore. Or, better yet, it, it's so less taboo that it's so many people are talking about it in the open that it makes a heck of a difference in terms of how people react to it and then people actually supporting people going through different things. We're not just throwing it under the rug anymore. And I've seen a lot of different pro athletes do uh, talk about this for quite a bit. I know um, thinking about thinking about football and basketball as the two major sports here in the United States. I know there's uh, Dak Prescott who talked about his own mental health journey, especially with some of the things that's going on in his life, especially with his family. Hayden Hurst, who used to be formerly of the Atlanta Falcons, now with the Cincinnati Bengals, talked about his own journey with mental health, which I will highly recommend anyone that's on YouTube look up um, look up his journey. It is powerful. I know even Kevin Love, because I know there's a point in time where we talked about um, like him, and I know he's had some things that's gone on too, and he talked about what he's done in order to help himself. And I love the fact that so many more people are talking about doing therapy or doing things to do to take care of themselves that we're starting to see such a, such a shift and not only the mindset, but how we think about and talk about these things that I will always advocate for people going to therapy, going to talk to someone, going to, going to seek the help that they need. And so with me, and I talk about you, with you all going to therapy, like with people going to therapy, if you are on the fence about doing it, um, just try it. You don't have to. You don't have to do it for a very, very long time. I don't expect people to do that just because some people don't feel comfortable with talking to other people, like talking to people about their feelings. And I will say that's okay. But I will say what I will also say to you is that if you are kind of bottling up some things that are going on in your life, make just make the consideration. Take the time in order to just think about talking to someone that maybe you don't want to have a biased opinion in terms of let's say friends and family that may I'm not that may basically support like have confirmation bias towards what you're saying to them and you're basically just looking for that. What I would probably say is 
this is not me speaking as a licensed therapist. I'm not, I am not trained in that whatsoever. This is just my experience. Having someone that has an unbiased opinion and that can help you kind of navigate things from a, a neutral source makes a heck of a difference. At least it has for me. And so when you when we're talking about these things, like, don't be afraid to just give it a chance. Um, and if you don't like it, I think the beauty of therapists and different therapists that are not only here in the local locally in the area, but all across the country and all the different services that are out there that you can have, you can change up a therapist that fits you. Um, you can find someone that literally fits what you're looking for, how they respond to you, what they offer to you. And it doesn't have to be such a, like an arduous task. People change therapists all the time. And obviously we're human and some people will feel like, oh, well, I'm not doing enough, a good enough job for you. But they also understand that not everyone is a fit for every person. Like everyone, like you can't have a one size fits all therapist for somebody. For pretty much everyone. And so what I love, like, what I love is the fact that, one, the mental health space is being talked about much more in the open now. Uh, we're not we're not running away from it anymore. Uh, I think we've had to confront it um, based upon what we've all experienced together. Two, we're seeing a lot more high, higher profile individuals, athletes, celebrities continue to talk about mental health. And then it just makes people feel more comfortable talking about it and then three it's kind of like your own inner circle being able to support you if you're going through something and say hey if you are dealing with something we're not just going to throw it under the rug anymore we're actually here to talk to you about it and we're actually here to help you through the process um whatever you may need from us in whatever capacity and i think that's so important and especially now more than ever that we look at people not necessarily just oh we're going through something and that's pretty much it no, they're going through something. How can I assist them? What can I do to help them? And I think when I talk, when I look at therapy, that's like kind of like a nice first step. And therapy comes in different forms too. I always, obviously, throughout this episode, I've talked about actual therapists um, that are licensed, trained, and helping you with different situations that are going on in your life. It doesn't have to be just job. It doesn't have to be just personal. It could be literally about anything. But you also talk about the different things that can be therapeutic like i said for me one of the things that was therapeutic was fitness still is will always will be because it helps me relieve a lot of different stress and things going on in my life and able to help me think and think more clearly about things but then also that like talking to people like in your inner circle also is a is a form of therapy i i believe i think people talking to those that they trust and being able to help them navigate situations it's a beautiful thing and so all of that to say, if you could find a, an avenue that helps you navigate this mental health space in a way that you're not doing it alone, I am always going to support that. I think it's good for everyone to at least consider the option and maybe just figure out what's best for them. But therapy, I feel, is a very, very good thing. And we are all going through whatever situation that we're going through. And it's okay to, and it's so cliche to say this, it's okay to not to be okay. But, <coughs> excuse me. But, 
you don't have to go through that alone. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone that's in your inner circle, a therapist is always there. Um, I know, like I said, I talked about this. I was looking for my own services. And I obviously started off with a service like BetterHelp. Um, I know they have plenty of licensed therapists that are out there. Um, I almost went through the, through through them, but I decided to go through my company's employee assistance program just to make sure I utilize the free five sessions that were available to me. But then, like I said, if I really wanted to, I can really jump. I can jump back in. Um, obviously, I'd be paying for it on my own at that point, um, probably with the help of insurance. But it doesn't hurt to just go and take a look at that again, uh, if when, if and when I need that. And so, I would thoroughly and I highly advocate for being able to talk to a mental health uh, professional. I think it helps quite a bit. Um, especially, I know for myself and probably what's going to be happening over the next few, not just few months, but also just rest of my life. Um, there are going to be times where I know I'm going to need to talk to a, talk to an individual. Um, not right now. I feel like I'm in a very good spot with my life, but therapy is, has always been a good thing for me. And at the very least, it can be it could be a good stepping stone for any of you that are watching this and listening to this. So don't knock it. If you have thought about the option, give it a try. And hopefully, if it works out for you, hopefully it helps nav- help you navigate kind of the mental health space that we're in. Um, just wanted to get on, do a quick recording. Something, been, something that's been on my brain for quite some time. And we'll... We'll, have, we'll continue to work through this space together. Um, it's been interesting and challenging, but day by day, we're getting better. So, more episodes to come to you all. I'm glad you all tuned in for this very short, but I think very um, important topic of therapy. And we will get back to plenty of recordings in the near future. I'm hoping to add more of these to the YouTube channel going forward, um, just because I, I feel like it's important. But got plenty of guests on the way, and we will see you all in the next episode. Again, this has been Jay. Let's continue to take care of yourselves. I love you. Stay safe, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Real Talk, The Mental Side of Life. It means the world that you took time out of your day to listen to some stories about mental health and people's journeys. If you're interested in coming into the podcast for an episode, please email realtalkmsl at gmail.com. Again, that email is realtalkmsl at gmail.com. We would love to have you and to help break the stigma surrounding mental health one story at a time. As a final note, just want to say that I love you and appreciate you no matter who or where you are. You being here is amazing and we need your light to help keep this world bright. Stay safe and take care of yourself. Until the next episode of Real Talk. (laughs) 